All right, guys, that's great. I'm here to talk to you, George W. Bush again, uh, about my favorite cast pod thing. Uh, it's on the interweb. That guy, our truth, told me about it. He's a great fella. Uh, it's it's got uh, uh, the Une, the Ickaford, the Big Dizzle, and the Guru. I mean Guru. But <laughs> I think we should call him. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think you should. He's a nice guy. Anyways, uh, like I was saying, they're talking about wrestling. Uh, football, uh, the big guy likes my party. The <laughs> Navaj. Yeah, what Navaj? I don't know what that is. That's like a nose cleaner thing. Oh, you man, probably would have liked that oh, back man, in, that's, in college. I would have liked it before Vietnam. <laughs> Wait a minute, I ain't, oh man, I was really looking forward to doing some fighting. And I showed up and they're like, hey, the war's over. I was like, oh, nuts. But anyways, back to those guys. And they're going to tell you about some stuff. Deb you out. Children of all ages, live from our mother's living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world. Thank God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow. Thanks, uh, you know, George W. And that guy was in office. Uh, well, I mean, we wanted to show the entire world that we were an equal opportunity country. That's what that was. You know, we did that with Obama. No, yeah. watch out. No, equal opportunity means we hire anybody. We elect anybody. We did that with Bill Clinton. To an extent. But anyways, welcome everyone to the most must-listened to fan-produced podcast on the internet. Episode, what are we, 86? 86! Hey, isn't there like um, a saying I 86 it? Yeah, you got rid of it. 86 it. There you go. Yeah, we're not getting rid of us. Yeah, you can't get rid of the fucking hump pod. Why? Because you try to 86 us, somebody comes and gives you the 8 and 1 right up the tailpipe. <laughs> But as always, I am your host, the Guru, Kenneth Smithson, alongside me, <sighs> the rest of retribution to my mojo, Raleigh. I got You know. Hey, I'm dead. You know why I'm mojo, Raleigh? Because I don't just get hype, I stay hype. Eh, let's figure, agree to disagree. Yeah. All right. Never seen me air raid a yard before. You know, got 86 today. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but since you did... Oh, now all my best jokes come from my pain, so... Alright, well... Anyways... Don't laugh at me. <laughs> you guys have seen Sad Kermit. We're about to see Sad Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt myself. <laughs> Just him, like, crying his eyes out on the air. You don't have a toaster, do you? Uh, Yeah, actually, I do. Like for if you walk over there tomorrow morning and he's jerking it to his toaster, either one he's now a pansexual, or two he's just getting ready to take a bath with his loved one. I checked out. I scoped out his bathroom during my darker times. <laughs> there's no outlet. I was trying to see if there was there's nothing like close enough. So yeah, I'm, I'm so good. So check your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, if you want. To <laughs> I mean, I'm not good, but he's gonna I'm go good. Ryan Styles, who's lining it. Hey, we're looking ah. to if we're looking at places to you know kind of make some changes, so to speak. If you want to help us change uh, what we do here on the show, go ahead and <laughs> I like that segue. Stop, stop the, the other go way. ahead and stop the show here. 
I, shut up. The computer's probably still running, right? Nope. No? no yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you did all those updates and got rid of the porn. Anyway. There's no porn. So go ahead and stop the show. Like, or rate, like, subscribe, whatever. Leave a comment. Rate and subscribe yeah. on iTunes. Rate like, <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> and you hop over to Podcast, Apple Podcast, Podbean, anything else, and you fucking hit that follow button and leave a review. And if you're not too tired from hitting all those buttons, get on over to PayPal and hit us up on Hump Day Hangover 6572 at gmail.com. Donate any and everything you have. That way we can grow our little show. We're getting ready to stop. We're getting ready to start merchandising here soon. So pre-orders will be available uh, to be determined. And ladies, he vets. If you're single <laughs> and looking for someone to love. No, let's not go there. Oh, let's not go there. Damn, I was, try- I was trying. Sorry, no, 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 no. Dad. Hey, we, we could turn this into a dating site. We could. We'll just grow this whole thing. Yeah. We will do we'll that. T-shirts, part. a dating app. Fucking lubricant. After we do start Guru doing YouTube. Guru Guru. After we start doing YouTubes. Then uh, Uno's replicas. Yeah, Uno's yeah replicas. and of course yeah, we, we need money to buy a camera, so. Got it. All right, anyway, back to the show. So how are we doing this week, fellas? <coughs> Present, you know, misery excluded. <laughs> uh, actually, I am newly sober. Really? Yeah. I've been an alcoholic for like, uh, when are you allowed to buy beer legally? 21. Alright, so since I was like 19, I was. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been <laughs> So about 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Because I'm 33. Yeah, which will be 34, so roughly yeah. 15 like years. Like 15 years, because there was like that one drive through in Urbana. I'd just go through and be like, hey, I need some Budweiser long necks. And don't forget low cost. Oh, <laughs> uh, and low cost. <laughs> All I remember is the fact that you looked like you were 21 and could buy it other places, and then you tried to buy it at work, so you lost your job. <laughs> That was before I was I was I wasn't 21 yet. But anyway, exactly. So I am like almost we're closing on four days sober. So it's awesome, anybody's man. struggling, anybody can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. The Uno's pretty much told us how his week's going. So Big D, <laughs> how you doing? Not bad. Yeah, Not bad at all. That's awesome. Got over uh the trip to Andy. Yeah. Yeah. And after the first week of school with little Miss Ainsley. A cakes. Yeah, A cakes. Um, got my schedule worked around to where my body actually got used to getting up at. Early as shit again. Five. <laughs> it's like he has a job. 30. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I'm working fuck. again. <laughs> He's not getting paid nearly enough. Only so yeah, yeah I'm not. I only get, I only get paid in thank yous from my granddaughter. It's like that one which time, which is better than actually getting paid with money. It's like that one time the Patriots brought Vinny Testaverde out of retirement. He was like dropping his kids off at school, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to play Sunday?" He was like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> That's what we did oh, to Big D. Man. Yeah. Hey, so we need somebody to watch this kid. Yeah, she talks a lot. Just tell her to shut up. Doesn't work. It doesn't. Do you know the night. The good thing about it is of working with her as far as school. What she actually does. They be quiet? can't tax me for what I get from it. What are you learning stuff? No. What are you getting? You out? can't tax a thank you. That's not true. They'll That's figure true. out a way. Well, yeah, Nancy Pelosi and her bunch. Jesus Christ! This is going to be fueled with like 
political business. This is like this is like um, you know like duck like season or like hunting <laughs> season for like hunters. This is like the season for Big D. We're fifty five days out from election day. I can't wait because you, eventually those stupid <laughs> commercials will be done. I know. I can't get on YouTube without seeing a Joe Biden attitude. <laughs> I was like, fuck, we just got rid of that fucking Bloomberg guy. Now we got this guy, like, hugging all up on my children that look uncomfortable. Like, ah, uh, God damn mm-hmm. it. Well, do you, like, the best thing about, like, his commercials or Trump's commercials against him, or it's like, this was Joe Biden in 2015 and 2014, and now it's 2020. He's just like, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, uh, uh. He's Ricky Bobby. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's like it's you get to see like a, just a time lapse of the deterioration of his brain. That's hilarious. But, but no, so I had a I've had a pretty eventful week. You know, went to went and worked Friday, aerated all over Tip City, and then one random one in Vandalia, <laughs> and then. uh Saturday, came over here, watched the Xfinity Series race with Big D, watched uh, a cup guy take out a Xfinity guy just trying to win a meaningless race for him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next night, turned around and watched Martin Truex Jr. take out Chase Elliott <laughs> with a slide job gone wrong. And then Kevin Harvick capitalized. Uh, and then Monday, went to a cookout, and then today got got asked if I'd be interested in a promotion. Hmm. Only downside is I'd have to drive to Cincinnati every day for work. It's not my problem. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if the money's worth it, though. So, we'll see. What do you mean, working there? Yeah, because, like, I'd get... I'd get a, um... So, right now I make about a little over $16 an hour. And then if I decide to take this job, it'd be about 20 to $22 an hour. So, then you got to factor in gas and how much it would cost. To hmm. You want to ask me how much I make an hour? I don't care. I did the math. It's 29 Congratulations. You also get leads and you call people. and I know. It's great money. Yeah, you're just sitting there talking to people. Yep. I actually, just like us, right now. Yeah. Except you're not making any money off of this. <laughs> not yet. Right now. Not yet. Um, In due time. No, well, there are them dreams. But anyways, it was, uh, I don't know, it was kind of It was kind of nice. Like, the, the Cincinnati branch manager met me at a stop that he was supposed to go to, but since I'm considered the tree guy at the Dayton branch... Both of us had to go and inspect this tree together, even though both of us have done it separately. And it's this—it's the same thing. It's not boars. It's not bagworms. It's not the—it's not the product we put on it. It's a root issue. So he's got girdling roots. I know what girdling roots are. Yeah, yeah. So this guy's got girdling roots, and we tried to explain it to him, and then we even gave him a visual. Like I held my arm out, and then branch manager like wrapped I'm his so glad those wrapped his hand around my wrist, and he's like. He's like, so basically, you see how I'm, like, strangling his hand? That's what the small root is doing to your big root. And the guy goes, what are you guys going to do about it? He's like, well, there's nothing we can do. He goes, well, we'll be seeing you. I was like, well, we just lost that guy. He goes, don't worry. He'll be back. But whatever. Trees and shrubs are a 
difficult thing to deal with. They're not really. I They're mean, finicky, man. Not really. I mean, so it's it's the same like your lawn. You water it. Out. You are take care of it. Are we a fucking lawn care podcast? No, but this is about me. So I, I work in trees and shrubs. So this is my week and my day. So it's okay. All right. But they're just like your lawn. You water it. You take care of it. You trim it. Make it look nice. If you don't do all that, it looks like shit. And then 90% of the time, you get a thatch layer, root build up, and then it just sucks. Oh, well. But anyways, back to wrestling. Um, currently, as we are of this recording at 8.23 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, September 8th, 2020, Adam Cole is wrestling Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. Um, you'll be hearing this on Thursday, so you'll probably hear the results to it as well. Uh, but I want to take you guys back to this past weekend. You know, there had a, uh, there'd been a, a pay-per-view for the All Elite Wrestling. Oh, yeah? Yeah, AEW had their annual all-out pay-per-view. <sighs> so I was thinking, instead of, you know, running through the, uh, you know, monotonous, like, Oh, my God, what, what happened here? You know, we're just gonna we're gonna forego that, and we are going to talk about what happened at All Out, if that's okay with you guys. So we'll put uh, we'll put New Japan on the back burner for next Guru episode, and uh, we'll talk about All Out from this last weekend. How's that sound to you guys? Sounds like a plan. How's that sound to you there, uh, OBW? Sounds good. <laughs> well, I think they need to uh, make AEW cut their cost a little bit because, man, 50 bucks is a lot. It was only 20 bucks. If you looked on, like, Fight TV, I, I believe it was 20 bucks on Fight TV. I'm not sure. I didn't look. <laughs> I w- some guy streamed it on YouTube, and I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> Don't be telling that guy secrets. I didn't say which guy it was. I just said some guy. Well, that's his name. Dude, it's like that soup Uno gets at every Chinese restaurant. Cream of some young guy. No? No? Too soon? <laughs> Damn. I think it's going to be a very minimal <laughs> Hard Uno. <laughs> Uno episode. Hard no. Minimal Uno. All right, so anyways, we open the, uh, the buy-in with a uh, singles match. Uh, the bad boy Joey Janela, accompanied by his tag team partner, Sonny Kiss, um... In a one-on-one match against Serpentico with uh, Luther. Um, pretty much one of the worst matches I've ever watched in a long time. Um, Joey Janela is definitely not like a clean rules wrestling kind of guy. Like he definitely has to have weapons involved to make it a good Joey Janela match. Or he just has to have a better opponent because this guy was terrible. Like he, he missed a lot of spots. He was very slow on a couple of them. Uh, Janela picks up the win in 7 minutes 35 seconds. Very lackluster match. I was really glad when it was over. Um, and then we move on to the last match in the buy-in. It's a tag team match. Uh, private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn taking on the Dark Orders, Alex Reynolds and Josh or John Silver. Um, really, really good showcase for Private Party. Like, it actually shows them, like, actually, like, physically like getting their moves in and then just the two men from the dark order that were in there really really did some like great work as well um 
match goes 10 minutes and 25 seconds. Phen like phenomenal uh, like ending contest for the buy-in. And then Tony Schiavone comes on. He's like, we've got more great action with uh, the opening contest of the night. It's going to be a tooth and nail match between Big Swole and Dr. Britt Baker. So it actually cuts to um, Britt Baker's dental office. Like her legit dental office, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, it's really just like a part of the building they've set up because as soon as they went outside towards the dumpster, uh, there's a big AEW banner behind it and then the Jacksonville Jaguars logo underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> so give it away. Um, but anyways, not a terrible match. Um, at one point, Britt Baker gets like the Novocaine like syringe and she's like getting ready to get it on Big Swole and Big Swole stabs it into her leg. <laughs> What? So all you see is Britt Baker, like, dead-legging, trying to get around. She's, like, swinging at her and shit. She's like, hold on, hold on. And Big Swole, like, hits her with the diploma. <laughs> and she pins her. Like, she's got her, like, pinned on the on the dental chair. Mm-hmm. In, like, a submission move. And they're just like, the ref's like, that's it, she's out, she's out. I'm like, that was, that was a terrible ending. So Big Swole wins by knockout. Even though it was like a submission, I don't know. Um, and then we go to a tag team match. If you'd watched Dynamite last week, um, the Young Bucks and the Jurassic Express took on Private Party and somebody else. I can't remember the other tag team. But, um, like, the Young Bucks took on, like, they, Young Bucks and Jurassic Express won, so they had to face each other all out. Okay. So at one point, you know, they're just beating the crap out of Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus gets the hot tag. And he goes to do the tail whip, which is just his reverse spinning kick. It's kind of like the Mick kick from Mickey James. And he goes to hit Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson ducks and he connects with Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson likes to sell moves really well. Because, I mean, he sold, he sold that tail whip pretty freaking awesomely. And it's back and forth, back and forth, and then um, the Bucks hit, um, I don't know what it's called. It, it wasn't the Meltzer driver, but he's got, uh, at one point, he's hung up, like, he's got Jungle Boy, and he's hung up on his knees, mm -hmm. like, he's going to come into a slingshot, but he was a 450 off the top rope onto Jungle Boy, so, like, his lower back's on Matt Jackson's knees, Nick Jackson does the 450, and lands on him cleanly. I might have got him backwards. It's hard to tell. It's hard to <laughs> Matt tell. Matt and Nick. Yeah, it's hard to tell Matt and Nick apart. Oh, wow. Called that one. Ladies and gentlemen, Finn Balor, now a two-time NXT champion. Um, <laughs> you know what's sad? We won't see the demon in the WWE anymore. Why? Um, he just said he feels like he's been o he's overdone it like throughout his career. Because like if you looked at his career in New Japan, like he he only did it for like really 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 rare special occasions. But I mean, there for a while he was doing it at like every pay per view, every takeover. So I mean, he's enjoying not having to do it like every time now. Dude, he hit that coup de gras clean too. Dude, look at the scratches on his freaking back. It looks like he just went three rounds with Luchasaurus. <laughs> but uh, anyways back to All Out so the Young Bucks pick up the win against uh, 
Jurassic Express in, in 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Then we get to uh, the 21-man Casino Battle Royal. Alright, so I guess we have to... Are we, do you want me to hold on this? Because I was going to set you up for something. I hear a word he just said. <laughs> no idea. <sighs> Alright, so anyways, we get the Casino Battle Royal. 21-man battle, royal, battle Royal. Um, for a shot at the AEW World Championship. So, we're looking at all of the... I'm trying to find all the damn participants. Where the fuck is this at? Come on, Wikipedia, don't fuck it up now. Oh, here we go. So all of your entrants, in order of when they entered, um, Trent, Christopher Daniels, Jake Hager, The Blade, Ray Phoenix, Frankie Kazarian, Will Hobbs, Chuck Taylor, Santana, Ortiz, Billy Gunn, Penta El Zero, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Darby Allen, Sean Spears, Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, Sonny Kiss, and Lance Archer. And then your Joker, your final entrant of the whole match, before we discuss the winner... I want to send it on over to Uno for this week's installment of Uno's Botch of the Week. Botch, 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 botch. Ow, my back. Oh, it's slippery. Yeah, slippery is for sure. So, last guy to come out, right? Yeah, who was the Joker, Uno? Who? 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 Um, God, I got so many things on my mind. Um, for once, it's not blank. <laughs> wow, uh, it's it's stolen for everything, mate. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. I always forget what his new name is. <coughs> He's reborn. There it is. Matt Seidel. 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 <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, some of you might remember him as Evan Bourne from his WWE days. So he comes out. Sean Spears is like on the ramp. He goes over to Spears and he hits him with like a like a flying like knee. Like a jumping knee. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. It looked great. And then uh, uh, he gets up on the corner and he's gonna hit you know his finisher, Airborne or whatever the fuck he calls it now. A reborn. Reborn. There we go. Yeah. And uh, he mu- he miffs the fuck out of it. <laughs> like his feet. Like he goes to jump. His feet do not go. He slips. And he just goes straight up in the air, hits his, like, arm and his head, like, on the top turnbuckle, and lands flat on his back on the ring. The, the best part about it all is Excalibur's like, well, there have been a lot of men perspiring over on that side of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and Taz uh, is like, yeah, but you'd think he'd be used to that. Oh, man. They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, is he okay? Oh. But, uh. Yeah, killed him, so. It, uh. <laughs> like, the entire time, like. The best part about it is, like, Will Hobbs, I think it's Will Hobbs, is laying there getting ready to take it, and as soon as he sees him, like, up on the top rope, he, like, bails. Like, he's like, fuck this, I'm not getting hit. And as soon as he sees him start to jump, and he sees him fuck up, he rolls out of the way. So instead of, like, trying to catch him and help him, like, not break his neck, he's like, fuck you, you can break your neck. Yeah, I just, um... You just post the video on the fan page? No. No. No, I just, it's definitely, like, here recently we talked about, like, the worst, like, uh, like, the worst, like, premieres. Yeah. Like, you know, like, the Shockmaster and fucking, <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking, fucking, um, Titus O'Neil. 
It wasn't a premiere, but no, an entrance. Like worse entrances, right? Yeah, you know, or like a uh, Callisto, or not Callisto, uh, Sincara. Yeah, and uh, this one takes the cake. It mm. really does. Like I, yeah, you know, those other guys like, oh, I, I tripped because I couldn't see out of this fucking stormtrooper helmet, or you know, oh well, I, d- I didn't get enough over the top of the, you know, over the top of the fucking rope, rope off of this yeah. little trampoline they gave yeah, this me. This little springboard sucked. This guy was supposed to hit like one of the most impressive looking finishers in wrestling. And something he's literally he done his whole fucking thousands career. of times. Wasn't like, was the place outside? No, no it's, no, it's Daly's place. Like the little arena attached to the stadium. Oh. Yeah. Was it a, is it like a sauna? No. Like I watched this dude take an no. RKO from that from like right. in the middle of that. You yeah. Know? And it's like but he that's still not the greatest like RK out of nowhere. Like before, before he takes the stomp at WrestleMania the one year, and he like just shoots. Oh yeah, fucking Seth Rollins up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably. But my yeah, favorite. it's just like, I just man, it's. Hold on. So we're talking about Connor's cure. They're talking about it's uh, Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. Right, but the one kid, uh, they call him the Tumornator. Yeah, they get to pick their own names. It's not a good name. I mean, he's a little kid, man. What do you expect? <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> it I is a tumor. Yeah, I mean, if you the play on words there. It's it's bad. You just combine he, two. He's a little kid. Two Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that that kid's probably never seen. Either way, cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. Feel yeah. your boys. Touch your wife. All right. Um, but anyways, so Saito fucks up his entrance and his debut only for, I just want to talk about one spot in this match, um, in general. It's, it's definitely my, my pick for our moment of the week. We haven't done one in a while. (laughs) Hell yeah, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while, so I'm going to, I'm going to bring one in here. Um, at one point... Brian Cage and Ricky Starks are beating the shit out of Darby Allen. Like, just beating him to death. And Ricky Starks get un- gets under the ring, and he pulls out a body bag. Like, a legit body bag that's got a bag full of thumbtacks in it. Look at that respect right there. Where's Pat McAfee to, like, kick the shit out of Adam Cole? Well, I read that, I read that thing wrong earlier. That's upsetting. Maybe he's going to attack Finn Balor. Yeah. I well, wish... You know what? I wish Pat McAfee... I wish that Pat McAfee's, um, like, entrance music was Here Comes the Boom. Yeah, that would have been great. Here Comes the Boom! But not, like, the P.O.D. version. Like, yeah. Henry Winkler from the movie Here Comes the Boom <laughs> singing it. Like when he's at the airport and he's singing it with the guitar, he's like, "Here comes the boom." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so they get Darby Allen. Like, they put all these thumbtacks into this. Like they put some out on the mat, and then they put some into the body bag with Darby Allen. So first they powerbomb him onto the thumbtacks in the ring, and then they put all these thumbtacks into the body bag with Darby Allen. And as he's, like, zipped up in the body bag, 
like half dead. Brian Cage tosses an enclosed body bag over the top rope onto the entryway with Darby Allen still in it. Yeah, that was a fucking so, fucked up moment. So there's there's fuck up number one for AEW. Living person in a body bag with thumbtacks. That's that's bad news bears number one. We'll we'll count more bad news bears moments. Who's getting the crap beat out? Uh, Aaliyah's getting the crap kicked out of her by the Asian with thighs, Io Shirai, and Shotzi Blackheart. <laughs> ah, oh look at this. <laughs> oh, and there's Robert Stone. He eats shit. But anyways, um, your eventual winner. It comes down to uh, Eddie Kingston, one of his cronies, and Lance Archer. Like the murder hawk, Lance Archer. Yeah, I remember and the, him. And the entire time, Jake Roberts is, is standing at the entryway. Like, he doesn't come down to the ringside until after the match is over. He comes down to the... He's, like, just standing at the entryway. Like, hey, 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 hey. And he just watches Lance Archer just destroy both guys. So, at one point, he's got Eddie Kingston up on the top. And, uh, oh, it's the Butcher and the Blade. Because they're Eddie Kings, they're two of Eddie Kingston's cronies right now. So they're they're standing there, and they're trying to get Lance Archer off the ring, off the apron, because they mm-hmm. both went over the ap- over the top rope. So whoever falls first loses. So Archer kicks them both away, grabs Kingston by the throat, and just chucks him over his head, or like just choke slams him onto both of them, and then wins a match. So the winner of your Casino Battle Royal is Lance Archer. Pretty good match. Remember, Bad News Bears moment number one, Darby Allen, body bag, thumbtacks. Then we go to what has to be my my least favorite description of a last man standing match known to man is the Broken Rules match with Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Mm. So, they're just riding that pony into the ground. Yeah, yeah. well, Broken, gets, woken. It gets better. So anyway, he could be spoken, Matt Hardy. He might be. He might have to be. He might be speaking spell, Matt Hardy, speak after this week. <laughs> um, so, at one point, my not, mama says I'm pretty. Not far into the match, they're they're battling through the stadium. So they're in, was it Alliance Stadium down there in Jacksonville? I think so. So they're in the stadium, like they're in the in, the end zone to the stadium, and they all they're like battling back and forth, battling back and forth. And they see this scissor lift. So Matt Hardy thinks, oh, this is going to be a great fucking idea. So he gets Sammy Guevara on the scissor lift, raises it up, you know, about, about, I want to say about seven to eight feet off the ground. Maybe higher. Definitely higher. Um, And there's two tables placed below it with, like, maybe a package of, like, 25 like those cloth masks like two packs of those cloth masks so there's two tables down there Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara up top Matt Hardy goes for the side effect doesn't get it Sammy Guevara goes back to the other end of the scissor lift and spears Matt Hardy off the scissor lift I watched that shit expecting he's going to go through the tables so from his shoulders below goes through the tables but his shoulders, head, and neck hit the concrete. And you can visually see Matt Hardy is unconscious. 
Like, he's not moving an inch. So... Yeah, it was definitely nap time. Yeah, so referee Aubrey Edwards throws up the X. And you see the doc come in. He gives him the smelling salt. And, you know, Tony Khan had called for the bell. Like, the owner of the fucking company called for the bell. The match is supposed to be over. Matt Hardy comes to, and they let him continue. So, bad news bears moment number two. (laughs) But we're about to get bad news bears moment number three. Because as Matt Hardy's like staggering along to go catch up to Sammy Guevara to continue the match, they decide to climb the scaffolding of the entryway into Daly's place. And so Sammy Guevara climbs it no issue. Matt Hardy goes to climb it, and he's like visually taking his time. Like you can see he's not all there. Bad news bears moment number three. Letting a man that just regained consciousness climb a fucking scaffold. And then you see him push Sammy Guevara about 15 feet high up in the air through a piece of plywood let down below. Hmm. And then the camera cuts away and somebody, like, referees have to help Matt Hardy down. And then because he's still fucked up from being, you know, night-night, <laughs> they send him to a hospital. And so throughout Sunday and yesterday, I, I'm, like, checking, you know, the Twitter page or whatever, and I'm checking, you know, all updates for him. And Tony Khan posts an update, like, hey, just, you know, just got an update on Matt. He's doing great. He'll be at Dynamite Wednesday, you know, live in person. Matt Hardy's wife goes, really? You didn't fucking call either one of us, asshole. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the fuck you're getting information from, but we're still in the hospital. Yeah, Rebby is not happy. Yeah, Rebby's pissed. Like, if you <laughs> if you saw the screenshot of of her text conversation with Matt, like, she's like, what the goddamn fuck? <laughs> I'm like, wow, she is not happy. No, not at all. And then she, like, she has publicly criticized Vince McMahon for everything he's done, like, with Matt Hardy in his career. But she actually praised him in the fact that he actually, like, if they have a head injury, like, they stop shit right away. And it's it's evident because one-third of the Raw announced team is out because he's had a concussion. Like, Samoa Joe hasn't wrestled because he's been out with a concussion. So hats off to Vince McMahon for actually giving a shit about his talent. I mean, he has since, like, what, 99? It kind of has to, yeah. 2000? Yeah, 99. May May of 99. Something like that happens. It's, yeah. You kind of have to change yeah. your, your so company policies on Matt, stuff. Matt Hardy wins the Broken Rules match and is allowed to stay in AEW. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get um, NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, Rosa taking on <laughs> AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida in a singles match for the AEW Women's title. Great, great match between two talented female wrestlers. Like mm. I would, I would argue that it's probably one of the best female matches I've seen in a long time. Um, great back and forth. Sheeta ends up picking up the pinfall after uh, I think it was like a Shining Wizard or something like that. And then we go to the eight-man tag team match, the Dark Order. Which consisted of Mr. Brody Lee, his associate Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson with Anna J. Taking on the team of 
The Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, Scorpio Sky, and Always Ready, Matt Cardona. <laughs> Dude, um, they, was it was it Dynamite or was it the fuck is this worthless son of a bitch on the TV for it? He was cleared of everything. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Old dick pick Velveteen Dream. But anyways, back to what's important. The Velveteen um, preteen. Alright, anyways. Anyway. So did was it Dynamite or AEW that he looked like the Incredible Hulk? Oh, it was on Dynamite. <laughs> when I sent you that thing? Yeah. Yeah, so AEW on uh, or TNT uh, tweeted out a picture after he was like he ripped off his shirt and he was like standing on the ropes. We're like, you don't want to see him when he's angry. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, TNT's got jokes. Uh, but actually, the Dynamite before All Out, he went to, like, rip his shirt off. And I guess, like, AEW uses different T-shirts than the WWE. Because he couldn't rip it all the way through. So, yeah. like, he just had a solid band around his waist and the rest of the shirt's just hanging out behind him. <laughs> so, like, people were like, where to botch your own fucking shirt rip? <laughs> He's like, it's it's just a different material. Look, it's like great value velveteen dream. No, he, now he okay. So now he's Dennis Rodman, more or less, yeah, or Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Wesley Snipes in uh, fucking Demolition Man. So at one point, Mr. Brody Lee hits the discus clothesline. On Dustin. Yeah. And he likes to set all the guys in the dark order up for success. So he sees Cole Cabana up in the corner. He's like, hey, I'm going to let you get the pin. You know, go in and pin him. Cole Cabana's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, and he's like, well, he's out, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hit this moonsault real quick. So he climbs up to the top rope, misses the moonsault, eats shit. Dustin Rhodes rolls him up one, two, three. Natural Nightmares, Matt Cardona, and Scorpio Sky pick up the win. Um... Matt Cardona has renamed his uh, his finishing move. It's no longer the uh, the Rough Rider. It's Radio Silence, which is a play on his entrance theme from WWE because it was called Radio. The fucking mop. I don't think you got it. Maybe you did. Where's the hump dog at? But anyways, dude. Speaking of the hump dog, <laughs> one time I caught a fly like out of the air, and I, I like the dog eats flies. So, uh, like, sky raisins. Loves them. So I caught it out of the sky, and I just fed it to him. The rest of the night, he was following me around like I had more flies to feed him. Yeah. I was like, get the fuck away from me. So after the match, so at one point in the match, Anna Jay gets in and tries to, like, interfere. Um, but Brandy Rhodes comes in and gives her a pump kick. Stu Grayson pulls her out of the ring, and as he's pulling her out of the ring, her boob falls out. So she's, like, trying to adjust herself when she gets put back down. I'm assuming you guys have probably seen all the backlash JR's gotten from his comment. Good God, have we? Yeah. So JR makes the comment was like, was that was that an, a wardrobe malfunction on Anna J or is that just wishful thinking on my part? Like, that's just a sign of like the changing times, cause like in the nineties, Jerry Lawler, a lot of comments that were way worse than that. Oh yeah. But JR tries one little shot at like crude humor and gets shit on by everybody. Um, so then we, we move on to the AEW Tag Team title match. The Tag Team Champions of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega taking on uh, 
the number one ranked contenders and tag team in AEW, FTR. Um, not a bad match. Um, FTR picks up the win with the uh, the Shatter Machine, and they're they defeat Omega and Page, and they're your new tag team champions. So if you look at the current AEW roster. With the exception of Brian Cage in the FTW title, every men's title is held by a former WWE superstar. Your world champion is John Moxley. Your TNT champion, Mr. Brody Lee. And now your tag team champions, FTR. I honestly think that that's a bad move on AEW's part. But if you look at it, that's exactly what WCW did. Again, you're supporting my, my theory. So, if you want to grow a business, you need to have homegrown people, right? So, the your big thing when AEW first started was Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. What are they done with that dude? He had Nothing. a great run with the tag titles, and now he's got a great run as an alcoholic. Right. Nothing. So, it's, it's, more, it's more of the same. What will end up happening is the same thing that happened in TNA. Hulk Hogan will come in. Eric Bischoff will come in. Ric Flair will be there. Mark my words. Here it comes. I don't think so. But they'll get rid of the six sided ring. It's be all the same shit. AEW doesn't have a six sided ring. They will. <laughs> Four sided ring. But um Yeah, I I think they're just they're waiting to get a guy that they think will like I don't think MGF is we'll we'll get to that later. We got like one more match to discuss before we get to the MJF thing. Um so then we get the Mimosa Mayhem match between Orange Cassidy and the Demo God, Chris Jericho. Is that what he's calling himself now? Yeah, he's the Demo God. Instead for, of for people ages 18 to 34, he's the Demo God <laughs> um, instead of Le Champion. Um, match can be won by pinfall, submission, or submerging, or submerging your opponent in a tub into a vat of Mimosa. So, Orange Cassidy picks up the win after he super super punches Chris Jericho into the vat of mimosa. I feel like Chris Jericho just wanted to cool off. I think he just wanted to get Orange Cassidy over because he actually really likes the gimmick. Like, as much as he says it's stupid, it's over with fans because, you know, when you typically think of a, a professional wrestler, it's a guy ready to fight, you know, to do whatever. You know, like, your j- typical jobbers, James Ellsworth. Right. Like, everybody expected Orange Cassidy to come in and just be a jobber. And then he's, like, blown up with fans. So, he's trying to help get him over. And, like, him winning this feud with Jericho has got him over. Like, Rover. So, Orange Cassidy picks up the win in the rubber match by knocking Chris Jericho into a vat of mimosa. Then we get to the AEW Championship match. In which John Moxley was banned from using the paradigm shift. So, Moxley picks up the win after the referee gets knocked down. Or he's distracted. Can't exactly remember. But the referee's not looking. Wardlow goes to hit Moxley with the title and ends up creaming MJF with it. Moxley then hits the paradigm shift on MJF while the referee's not looking and picks up the win to retain the title. 
So the reason I don't think MJF would be a good champion, not like, I don't think he's that big of a heel yet. Like, not many people hate him enough yet to justify giving him a heel run with the title. I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to be a heel with the title. Like, those are few and far between. Okay? I think, I think he's got, like, Rick Rude heel status. Like, he doesn't I need think the title. I think, what, I think what he'll end up being is, like, a Roddy Piper heel. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he's never going to have the title. People like him, but people still hate him. I mean, he's got the Dynamite Diamond. Like, he beat... He beat Cody for that. Like, I don't even know what that means. He's got the diamond ring that Cody had made for the the Dynamite tournament oh, when Dynamite no. first started. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's all he's got. Um, <laughs> so after... <laughs> yeah, so after the match was over... He opened with Bush. I'll do... Yeah. Dick Cheney? Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> What's that little dick? <laughs> but Speaking of little dicks, get your little smoky. That's that's terrible. Uh, He did. Um, But after the match is over, uh, Lance Archer and Jake Roberts are sitting ringside in their seats. And Moxley's, like, holding the title, and he's just flipping them off. And that's how the show ends. So, all in all, for All Out, I would say it was like... I would say it's a solid C+. Like, I think I think they rushed way too many matches. I think they tried to condense. Like, they had nine matches on the card. I think we could have done without the Joey Janela um, Serpentico match. Could have done without that. I could have done without the Young Bucks taking on Jurassic Express. Even though it was a great match, I could have done without it. Like, I just feel like they're trying to get too much into one show. I agree. And need quality, not like, quantity. They're trying to get quantity over quality. So, there's that. Um, and then, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Cody put up a new picture of his logo on, I think it was either Twitter or his Facebook page. Yeah. Like, it's... It's not like, you know, the American Nightmare anymore. Like, it's not like happy-go-lucky. I also think the Elite are done. Like, we won't be seeing Omega, Rhodes, the Bucks, and Paige, like, together anymore. So I think they're all getting ready to go heal. Um, I like the addition of Tully Blanchard to FTR. Because now they're in, like, they're a trio now with Sean Spears and FTR. You think we're getting ready to see, like... I think we're getting ready to see AEW's version of the Four Horsemen. Who's going to be Ric Flair, though? As much as it pains me to say this... Ric Flair? He's no. coming back? I don't think it's going to be Ric Flair. He just signed a new deal with WWE. Oh. So he can't physically do anything with AEW. Um, it's gonna be that guy, Todd Chrisley. No, Todd Chrisley. <laughs> I I think I think if they're smart about it, and they can work it in, I think there's a way they twist it and get MJF in that that Ric Flair type role. 
because he he doesn't need anybody to speak for him. Like he's good on the mic, delivers great promos. I don't think he's quite like Ric Flair level promos yet, but I think if if given enough time, I think he could get there. Like I think you give him like the rest of this year and like maybe two months into next year. So let's say maximum six months. We'll see AEW's version of the Four Horsemen with Spears, FTR, and MJF. Worst case scenario, they figure out a way to get Hangman Page in there. He could be um, Barry Windham. He could. You know, because they're both cowboys. That's yeah. where the similarities stop. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't. Hangman Page is not as cracked up. He's not as good as everybody thought he was. I think he's phenomenal. I like Hangman Page. He is. He's a victim of fucking bad writing and. He's a he's the same thing with any guy that comes into WWE with great, great like outside praise, bad booking and bad writing. Yeah, they try to change the character. They want to do their own thing. Like I think if he's able to keep the, like the cowboy gimmick that he was doing in like Ring of Honor and in New Japan, fantastic character. Now they made him this like, hillbilly western drunk. So old you with a cowboy hat, basically. Calm down. I said old you. The wounds are still fresh. <laughs> wounds are almost healed. <laughs> <laughs> he gave half of Texas. <laughs> Change way. Okay, so the last couple of days, now that we're on that topic of country music, um, you can't. so many country music songs are about drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're about drinking, America, trucks, busted relationships. Good God. It's like, it's white people. It's like, Hillbilly emo. More or less. That's <laughs> like Bronson Reed. He's my favorite fat guy right now. Yeah? Yeah. Does he remind you of what you used to look like in a singlet? No, I never looked that bad in a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> I was taller, so I was proportioned. I know somebody that did look that bad in a singlet. Which one's the bug-eyed kid? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> but... Yeah, all out. Not it's not terrible, but it's not it's not great. Like it, it was kind of mediocre, middle of the line. Yeah, like I definitely think if they had given you know a couple more minutes to uh, you know a couple of the other matches that were in there that felt rushed, I think it would have been okay. Um, like if they had ended the broken rules match when they should have. I think it wouldn't have felt as rushed towards the end of the show. But it's neither here nor there. Um, that's going to do it for my review of All Out. Like, you guys really didn't talk much because I was the only <laughs> one that watched go, it. Go and go. it. You guys didn't see it, so. Um, like, you, oh, Austin Theory's back. Great. I think oh. I watched an IndyCar race that night. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I saw Majora's Mask. There you go. On Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, but dreams are fun. Like, you or guys can discuss some rather. stuff. I gotta take a tinkle. You gotta have a tinkle? I gotta take a tinkle. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to sleeping, so. It won't take yeah, long. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, uh, dead air. No, 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 no. No, we ain't gonna have dead air. No, no, we don't need to have dead air. We'll make dad noises for the next two minutes. Huh? 
just sit around and make dad noises. I mean, if we're going to have dead air, we might as well be like, and then now we're going to have a message from our sponsors. Yes. There's literally nothing. Who's our sponsor? Nobody. We don't have anything. Did we lose? Ah, who knows? Turtle flips or what? I don't know, man. We need consistency. Consistency. Well. <laughs> what? What'd you say? I have no idea. Yeah, you don't spin. You, that's another thing. It's just like it's just like wrestling. You don't weigh in. You don't wrestle. You oh, okay. Speed, you don't get a fucking shout out. All right. Yeah, that's true. I am working on a big sponsor for us, so. though. You say. Try and convince convince my company owner to sponsor us. Hey, we'll take whatever we can get, I guess. I just found out the man owns a fucking airplane, so he likes to throw away money. Yeah. Is this the the one guy? No, not that one. That's my manager. Okay. But anyways. The owner has a plane? (laughs) Yeah, he has a private... Yeah, he has a private plane. One of them little jets? I don't know if it's a oh. little jet or if it's a little biplane. All I know is he has a fucking plane. Oh, that's cool. What we're going to find out in later news is the plane is actually what he calls his dick. Oh, God damn it. No. Maybe a helicopter. <laughs> no, he's actually landed the plane like outside of the shop before, I guess. So he took his pants off and did like an up-down. <sighs> I hate you so much. <laughs> now that Ikefer has depressed everyone in the room, I think it's time to lift some spirits. Are you talking about uh, what you think I'm... You think I'm t- Fuck, I can't even Dude, talk. You, you you suck. Are you thinking in- about what I'm talking about? Are you? Am I talking about what you're thinking about? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> it's time to lift some spirits and raise the dead? Yep. It's time for Quotes with Macho! Oh, yeah, dig it! Snapping to a slum jam. God damn it, don't interrupt my introduction. Uh-huh, damn you. Uh, Uno's looking a little sad, got 86, uh-huh. Hit the jeep right into the tree, yeah. Too soon, it's never too soon. Book jokes aren't my favorite, but they're a solid number two, uh-huh. <laughs> Man, so full of sanitizer that I'm not even getting dirty thoughts these days. Mm. I feel like this is a poorly timed one, but I'm going to say it anyways. Somewhere out there, someone is telling your ex that you didn't deserve them and your ex is agreeing with them because they're both on crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, that one's right to the core. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If having sex for money makes you a whore, does having sex for free make you a non-profit organization? Organization. Oh man, that was a good one. Relationships are like garage sales. From a distance, it looks like it could be interesting, but up close, it's just a ton of shit you don't need. Uh huh. That's wow. gonna be all the writing staff has for me tonight. So remember, be yourselves, because everybody else is a twat. <laughs> good, Looking thanks, out. Macho. Oh, thanks, Macho. That's great. Quick it out. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we uh-ohing for? Uh, I mean, the Bronson guy's going to oh, squat that's on That's not good. That's not good. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, Here my comes. God. Austin Theory is really looking Oh, God. Ooh, that hurt. That's a load right there. And now that Austin Theory's dead, he's going to meet mm, Darby Allen. Pushed out a little bit. 
Who's still in that bag? Dude, mm. I... Dude, I couldn't believe... As soon as that happened, I was just like... <laughs> I was sitting there, yeah, I, I look yeah. at, you know, Mrs. The Muru. The Muru? Mrs. Guru. The Muru? Oh, I Mrs. see it's like, like an anime cow. So I look at her and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no fucking way that, that he's getting up from that, like on his own. And she goes, what do you mean? And then they show the replay and all you see is him in the bag and like Brian Cage just chucks his body over the fucking rope. And then like, you just hear a thud and I'm like, holy shit. Like the worst part is he landed on where his head would be. Yeah. And then like Ricky Starks just picks the bag up and like just drags it off the fucking stage. I'm like, God bless America, dude. I'm like, I can't wait to read Reby Hardy's, like, review of the whole pay-per-view. But I think she stopped giving a shit about it after fucking Matt got knocked night-night. <coughs> Yo, go night-night. He goes sleep-sleep. Oh, man. So, in talking about... AEW. Finn Balor regressing his career back to NXT. Um, I mean, we might. You want to hit the rumor mill real quick? Yeah. I mean, we can hit the rumor right, mill. So, rumor has it. Rumor yeah. has it. So, rumor has it. And I opened the show with it. Rumor has it that the Retribution gave a promo yesterday on Raw. I don't know how many of you saw it. Um, but they gave a promo last night on Raw. and Was that that thing in the dark? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't see it, but I heard it. <laughs> I could tell there was somebody there, but you couldn't really tell who it was. Yeah, well... <sighs> If you uh, listen closely to it, the um, the voice you will hear is that of uh, current Raw superstar Mojo Rawley. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the other rumored members that have been quietly confirmed so far are Dominic Dijakovic. Okay. Former Raw announcer Dio Madden. It's a good way to bring him back. And the HBIC herself, Mia Yim. Oh, of course she's coming. She kind of has to now that Keith Lee's on Raw. Right. It's like, well, we don't have anything else for you. You want to wear this mask? Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Other rumored uh, names uh, have been thrown out there is Caden Carter. Uh, the young lady we saw last Tuesday come out with Casey Catanzaro. And um, Matt Cardona's current fiance, um, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. But I think they were just fill-in roles. I don't think anything's been confirmed with them yet. Um, the Fiend is also uh, getting a new friend in the Firefly Funhouse. Um, as WWE has filed for a new trademark... For a new uh, possible name, 
Um, but a new a new puppet hmm. called Wobbly Walrus. <laughs> Who's Wobbly Walrus supposed to be? Uh, Wobbly Walrus is supposed to be. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> shut the fuck up. My name <laughs> is Paul <laughs> Heyman. Um, yeah. That is awesome. Because, I mean, you already have, like... You uh, already have McManus. McManus. And then, and then you, you have, have Mercy. Mercy the Buzzard, Ramblin' Rabbit. Who's Ramblin' Rabbit supposed to be? I have not yet... I think it's supposed to be, like, Seth Rollins? I don't know. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, that's, um... <laughs> that's the, uh... That's basically what I've got on the the rumor mill. Yeah. Oh. Um the main reason um Jay Uso So if you watched SmackDown last Friday, you saw there was supposed to be a fatal four way to determine the number one contender. There was supposed to be Matt Riddle, King Corbin, Sheamus, and Biggie. Biggie was actually supposed to was supposed to win that match. Right. But Sheamus took him out because Vince McMahon is not sold on Biggie as a singles competitor. So he doesn't think he could have a run with the title. So he's stupid. getting the Kofi Kingston treatment. That's so stupid. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's been five plus years since he held the Intercontinental title or the U.S. title. Right. And then he had a he had a pretty significant run with the uh, the NXT title when he held it. Yeah. Hmm. Like he beat then champion Seth Rollins for it. So I don't know if you know Vince McMahon just is racist, racist or stupid, but I don't know. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it is uh, it is what it is. Oh my God, this is hilarious! It's a rock holding a rock. It says, <laughs> "Love yourself." <laughs> that was the other thing that came out that I don't think we talked about, did we? Uh, no, we haven't talked about uh, the Rock, his children, and his wife uh, contracting and testing positive for COVID. Um. It was revealed, though, that his daughter is asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do th- find it interesting that after after The Rock came out with his positive test, Kevin Nash came out and said that he and his wife had tested positive for it as well. Like he gave people courage or something? I guess. I don't know. The <laughs> uh, Rock gave him courage. Need inspiration to us all, Rock. And then um, AJ Styles on his Twitch stream revealed that he had tested positive for COVID. And that's why we hadn't seen That's why he dropped the title to Jeff Hardy. Who? AJ Styles. So, oh. timeout. He wrestled with COVID. I, I don't know, but he revealed. <laughs> I don't know if it was like before he got taken off TV or if it was after Mania. But he had said that he was taken off TV because he had tested positive for COVID. And WWE didn't come out and say anything. Like, they just said he was given time off or something like that. No. Um, that also led to them trying to ban them from using 
their in-ring names on like third-party sites like YouTube, Twitch, and like TikTok and shit. Yeah. Um. Which now, they're allowed to do Twitch and YouTube, but they can't use their in-ring names. Which is funny because AJ Styles owns the rights to the name AJ Styles. Um, and then uh, they're not allowed to do Cameo anymore. Even though if you look at it, most of them use their real names on Cameo. So like Alexa Bliss is Lexi Kaufman. Yeah. Um, Carmella is Leah Von Dale or whatever. So I don't know, but that's that's all I got for the rumor mill, guys. They missed a, a big opportunity with her. Then that's her name, Von whatever, Von Dale. She could have been part of the Vaude villains. She could have, but she was part of, uh, you know, Enzo and Cass instead. <laughs> Man, I'm, I really liked that team, Enzo and Cass. I think they could have been something. You know, had they had a little more time to develop. If they would have just kept them together. Yeah, that would have helped, too. Probably would have helped keep Enzo from showing his ding-ding on a on a tour bus, too. Yeah. But it... Thousands of flags around where? <sighs> well, all right, I think it's time. You think it's time? What's yeah. it time for? It's time for uh, us to cruise on down. Oh, there's a flag hanging over the wall? Yeah, it's time for us to take a little rest while Big D gets some stuff off his chest. The pit stop! Oh, mercy. Hey, folks. We're into the last of NASCAR for the year. It's the run down to the title. And Kevin Harvick is going to make it through the first round. Because Truex <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Chase Elliott. Eichford must have been thinking about him. I don't think so. I think he was I doing I said his name at work by accident. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho. Chase Elliott and, and uh, Truex took themselves out of the running in the race. And Kevin Harvick managed to hang on and win the race. So he'll advance to the next round because he's got to win. In this round. You know what was really great about that? <clears throat> they interviewed Austin Dillon afterwards, and he said, if I'd have had two more laps, I'd have been in victory lane. Well, there's one thing there. If yeah. he had had two more laps, or if they had thrown a caution mm-hmm. when Truex and Elliot took each other out of the equation. Out of the equation. He might have had a chance. I guess he'll have to try again next week. We're going uh, going to Richmond next week, right? 
I believe so. Yeah. Here on out, it's going to get enter entertaining as to who tries to do what. And then there's uh, Jimmy Johnson, who... probably have one of the best races he's had this year. Trying to get to the front. And then Kyle Busch did pretty good trying to get to the front too. So But We'll have to see what happens. Uh, the other exciting thing is we watched some college football. Granted, it wasn't Ohio State, but from what I heard today, they might be doing something here this fall yet. Yeah, possibly like late November, maybe. Well, the governor was saying it today in his news conference. So I hope he's got the right insider information. We can only hope. And the Bengals are set to play this weekend. And Thursday night, we have Kansas City and the Texans. in football and boy are we ready for some football we thought football was on over the weekend your mother found a game on there with the Bengals and it was just a replay and it was a replay but man did she get juiced up you know my phone died while I was waiting for the draft to start so my first like four picks were auto draft I was pissed. So. It's going to be interesting, folks. And, uh. Most of the kids are back in school, such as it is. Some are virtual. Some are actually going to the buildings. And they're all wearing a mask. Who farted? That'd have been me. Which is entertaining. Especially when they're online teaching the class, the teacher is, and she's wearing a mask while she's online. I, I don't know why that is because it's not like she can get her breath through that computer. They haven't got smell-o-vision yet. But, uh, you know. And today they had all kinds of trouble with the remote Google Classroom. And people were going nuts over the fact that they couldn't get anything accomplished in the classrooms today, hardly. And they finally got it to where it was working this afternoon, but they'd already had a big hiccup this morning which just about makes today a wash 
went last Friday and took care of uh, my youngest grandchild while I watched my oldest granddaughter at the same time. Kind of interesting. My youngest granddaughter and my oldest granddaughter together. And I'm the only one there with them all day long. I'm going to be honest. Growing up, I never thought that my father would be in charge of my daughter's education. <laughs> like, Mother Goose, yeah. sure. Pulled the shit out of you, didn't I? <laughs> right. I was like, who's, who's, okay. All right. No, I didn't go to college. I didn't need to. I still became an administrator for a school system. So. There's that. But. Now. We go to Washington. And you're going, oh, I thought we were going to get out of going to Washington. Well, we ain't going to stay there long because now we've got a guy who um, reads a teleprompter and goes, end quote, at the end of his speech. Shut the fuck up. He said end quote. Dewine, yeah. Dewine Ron Burgundy, the teleprompter? No. Biden did. Oh, shit. Okay. And I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. But he did it. That's fucking great. And then they're calling a vaccine if we get it before the election. Trump's vaccine. The only thing is, Trump ain't really got nothing to do about it, except he's been pushing it. And trying to give him, uh, you know, a desire and cheering for him to get it done and ready. So, you know, people don't die and stuff. So, as far as the vaccine goes, that's all he's done, folks, is root for the win. He can't do a thing as far as the vaccine goes. Can't make it get here any sooner. And the Democrats want to make it later. So, figure it out. You know, so. But mm -hmm. it's crazy. This whole world's pretty crazy right now. Yep. Now. Thing of it is. <clears throat> there is something to the COVID. Don't know what there is to the COVID. But there is something to the COVID stuff. And you need to protect. Those people who. Can't withstand having it. 
you know. So that's why we wear masks, folks. Eventually, we won't have to. May want to. To keep from getting uh, colds and stuff. They wear masks all the time in Japan. And look how much money Japan makes, you know. You, you, know, what's, <coughs> you know what's funny is people complain about having to wear that mask. But my almost three-year-old can wear her mask. And it's no big deal to her. She absolutely loves wearing it. Like, You're talking about Miss P? Yeah, I'm talking about Miss P. She actually, she absolutely loves wearing her mask. Like, like, Maymay had surgery last week on Thursday. Yeah. And after I picked her up from your house, we had to go to the grocery store, and she goes, "I have, I have to wear my mask." I'm like, "Okay, I could for just kick the shit out of the hump dog cage." <laughs> But what did I miss? Uh, I'm explaining. Da- Big D was saying how people should wear their masks and just suck it up and deal with it. And I was saying that if my almost three-year-old can wear hers, then it shouldn't be an issue for anybody else. Because she absolutely loves wearing it. Mainly because it's a little Grinch mask and she loves the Grinch. Oh, you're talking about COVID masks? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Look, yeah, I know. I'm team raw dog life. Well, that depends on who's sick with it. I mean, look, if somebody, I'm, if somebody I'm close to gets sick, or I get sick, guess who I'm not going around? People that I care about. <clears throat> well, we got to keep doing it for a little longer, folks. I really hope we get a vaccine soon, though, because going out to eat is terrible. Yeah, I've not done that. Hey, I put, have. You put a mask on, you walk 10 feet, you take it off, you eat your burrito, you put your mask back on, you walk <laughs> 10 feet, walk <laughs> <back laughs> outside, that's take pretty your fucking mask stupid. off, get in your car. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's pretty yeah, everybody that's knows stupid. that Corona only gets you while you're, like, you're oh. standing still at your desk at work. Yeah, curly gets well, you in your line. Is there some decent places out there to eat that you want to see survive? Yeah, like Los Mariachis. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez. You know what's funny is I've been trying to try the the Mexican place there on Dur Road for like a year now. And every time I suggest it, nobody else wants Mexican in my house. Are you talking about the one that's behind yeah, Pizza that's, Hut? Yeah, it's behind Pizza Hut. It's in the old Western Sizzling? Yeah. Everybody's like, like, oh, I don't want Mexican. And I'm like, It's like what? almost attached to the fucking... Urgent, it's urgent like right care. next to the Urgent Care. Yeah, it's right next to the Urgent Care. In the same building, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got good food. Still. Well, I've not been, uh... But you know the one that's over there where the old Lone Star used to be? El Speedy Gonzalez or whatever? Oh, man. I've not had it yet. Good <laughs> stuff. Oh. I, just I get, was in heaven. I uh, was in heaven. I just get depressed every time I see they're putting something else uh, where Ryan's used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it never seems to succeed. 
Yeah, it's gonna. I, you know. It's like, um. It's like, I feel bad for Applebee's because, like, people just forget that, like, they forget that it and Red Lobster are there because Target's gone. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't even know we had an Applebee's anymore. Yeah, we still have yeah. an Applebee's and a Red We're Lobster. still there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And Red Lobster is right there, too. Yeah, and Bob Evans over there finally reopened because they got rid of their cockroaches. <laughs> yeah. That's probably explain why the banana nut bread was crunchy. Yeah, I'm still I'm still not gonna go over there and eat there, but it's open again. But then there was a place called Tumbleweed down there. It's oh yeah, yeah I, used, I used to work and there. That was, oh yeah, that was a good place too. Yeah, they got mad because I left a uh, a double because I had the shits. They're like, "Why are you leaving?" I was like, "I'm literally like shitting myself every two minutes if I sneeze. Like, you really want me to stay?" You should have just put the broken dish bucket behind you and called Dude, it. A they, day. We didn't have a broken dish bucket. We just threw them right in the trash can. Like, it was the worst run restaurant I've ever worked at. I used to work at Wendy's with Mr. Parker. Fuck you. Parker's great. Parker, Parker was, was great. pretty good. But the rest I, of the... Then I watched Amanda get pistol whipped, and Nauman was like, just stay on the ground. I was like, <laughs> I'm not fucking moving. I just have to get up and go to school tomorrow. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't... You're not, you're not alive until you're 16 years old, <coughs> and you watch... Some guy come in with a gun and try to rob the place you work. That's that was fun. I went outside, you know, like the bread where the bread was kept. Yeah. Um, I went out into the lobby and just ran up on the dude and punched him in the face. I tackled and then the, threw him out. I tackled the dude in the KFC parking lot because he like he robbed us, and I was like cover. I was the manager covering the shift, and I was like, I was like, fuck no, that's not happening. So I chased him down. He had on tight pants. I was like, he doesn't have a gun. He has tight pants on. <laughs> he has tight pants on and a Hello Kitty hoodie. Like, there's no way he's got a gun. <laughs> fucking tackled him and got the money back and then dave isaacs is like well i have to suspend you for a week and then big d gave me a long list of chores to fucking do at the house well you probably half-assed well i was suspended for I got yelled at. i was suspended from school for fighting i was suspended from work so big d gave me chores around the house and then he was like well i'm going to visit mom and dad you're, you're coming with me i'm like okay <laughs> so <laughs> hey look it's Drake maverick so I got, I got a week off of work, a week off of school. You all right, buddy? And I got to go see Grandma and Grandpa. Fell asleep. We told him it was time for Big D to get some stuff off his chest and <laughs> us to take a little rest. <laughs> so Uno yeah. took his little he rest. Took, <laughs> he took you serious. Oh, man. Oh, Killian, Killian Day was going to be friends with Drake Maverick, and then he knocked him out. That's upsetting. Oh, that's too bad. Shave your back. Shave your back. <laughs> hey, we started that. I know. We got the chance. His back is gross. It's like looking at Matt Plant, but more athletic. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> go. Dude, the best, the best, like, the best dig I ever heard on Matt was Coach Elliott. We were running sprints, and Matt was, Matt was lagging behind because, you know, he's, he's a fat guy like me. We're running sprints, and Coach Elliott goes, Jesus Christ, it looks like two fucking bulldogs fighting over a ham when you run. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what he's trying to say. I'm like, he's saying he got a big ass. He's like, well, I don't think that's very nice. I was like, well, shit happens. What's going on? Tegan Knox is wearing a Bull Nakano shirt. Anybody else catch that? I just saw it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the purple-haired Candice LeRae. Oh, we getting ready to have a fight. I'm going to be honest. I kind of am. I was kinda, I didn't know who she was at first. Oh, man, that's a waste of Oh, water. yeah. That's a good salad wasted. Oh, by the way, you want to keep yourself regular, eat a salad once a day. 
Like, I ate one Saturday, Sunday, and last night. I've been on the shitter multiple times. Yeah? Yeah. So, if you eat your green vegetables, yeah. Maybe it's the Roman lettuce again. Or romaine lettuce, not Roman lettuce. It's just a big dog lettuce. He has his own lettuce company. <laughs> uh, Could you imagine? <laughs> I don't know. It may be the Roman lettuce, but... We're going to super... Probably the Trojan <laughs> lettuce, actually. The, tr- the Trojan lettuce? Yeah. It, it just kind comes of sneaks in a up on you and gives you the craps. The devil's lettuce? The devil's lettuce? Yeah. Ah, the devil's lettuce. Poor guy's got spaghetti on his head. Damn. Man, they broke his TV. Eh, he has the money. And he broke his TV? That's Mm -hmm. terrible. Anything else? I think that's all I got. Anybody else? You know? I'm just trying to stay awake. Alright, starting to stay awake. Anything else? Big D? I think. Nope. No? Nope. Just, hey, remember. Come the 6th of October, you can absentee vote. (laughs) It's like you're fucking spare new to your pets at the end of the Price is Right. It's his Bob Barker moment. <laughs> you know, it's important. Because if you don't go out there and vote, I don't want to hear you complain. It's like when uh, MTV got involved with the whole Rock Your Vote campaign. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, what, the, 10, 15 years ago? I think it was more than that. Because they talked about it on uh, Black Sheep, and that was like oh, yeah, 96, God. 97-ish. No. Black Sheep was 94. Or ninety five. It was after. It was after Tommy Boy. It was after Tommy Boy. Because I remember thinking, like, man, this movie is really similar to Tommy Boy. <laughs> it really was. Roads. Roads. <laughs> Quiet back there. Hey, before we close the show here, um, if you haven't done it already, make sure you go ahead and go on over to iTunes. Look old. Ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six is when Black Sheep. <laughs> make sure came you out. look up the Hump Day Hangover. Uh, go ahead and rate. You know, comment subscribe to the podcast you can also get us on podbean stitcher um iheart radio where else google podcasts google podcasts and soon coming to amazon amazon which means eventually we can go hey alexa and she'll be like what and we'll be like play the hump day hangover and then she'll know what we're talking about all right she just lit up she didn't say anything Anyway, and if you're not too tired yet, the Big D still has to set it up on your app. Oh, set it up on the app, bro. And then, um, sorry. <laughs> if you're not too tired from that, go on over to PayPal. Hit us up on humpdayhangover6572 at gmail.com. Send us Fuck. any and everything you have. What? I just remember I left one of my Echo Dots in the kitchen. <laughs> Damn it. Well, we live to play another day, buddy. We live to play another day. Damn it. You know what else you could do? Um, Drop hit us up on email. Talk shit. Um, all the female listeners, there's probably like, what, like 10, 2? It doesn't show me, like, gender-specific right. listeners. If there are any female listeners out there, you can send, um, you know, upskirts and titty pics to Uno via the Hump Day Hangover 6572 Gmail. <laughs> yeah, please put <laughs> in the subject line for Uno. For Uno, and then that way, you know, brighten his day. Have we ever gotten an email on there? I don't know. I haven't really checked it. Um... We we just get PayPal notifications that we have the we have like ten bucks in there, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, we have Podbean that like updates us on our how much our downloads money left. <laughs> no, not money we have left, but they let us know how many times we've been downloaded. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, if you want to help change the cycle of what's going on in our in our 
I do I do want to give a quick shout out to our new heavers. Yeah. Um in Vietnam, Russia, Brazil, and West Africa. I would say hi to you in your native tongue, but I'm not going to butcher it for you, so hello, Konichiwa. <laughs> uh Willkommen, uh Ola uh I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. Well, there goes the other part of Africa. Yeah. Oh well. But if uh uh, we get, our Australian listeners, good eye. <laughs> good eye, Mike. Good eye, Mike. <laughs> um, but keep we, the bongs up. Keep yeah, them. we appreciate you guys for being heavers all over the world. Um, never thought like a year and a half ago when this journey started, we would be in as many countries as we are in. Are you gonna cry right now? I might, dude. This is a touching moment. Like we're in like fifteen different countries. Like, I, I never thought, like, when we sat down and we talked about this, you and I, it was originally just going to be you and I. And then it evolved to you, me, and Uno. Can't you just cry on, like, the 100th episode? No, this is episode 86. I mean, I'll probably cry on 100 because we made it to 100 Well, you're going to be going through a table, too, though, so. Yeah, I'm going to be going through a table. we got to put that <laughs> pole up. I'm going to set it to end in, like, I don't know, six weeks. Yeah. Put up the pole. I'll put up the pole. Flaming. Um, flaming table. It's not going to be flaming. Thumbtacks table. It's not, no. Dude, those are all options. They those have to be. No. It'll be fine. Those are, yeah, because you're going to Darby Allen. you're going through the fucking table. Hey, <laughs> tell on, you, why man. even go through a table? Because we can't see it anyway. Uno's got the iPhone 11. It's going to be just <laughs> like Impact three, Wrestling. He's got three cameras. He's got three yeah, different we lenses we can shoot through. We don't have a YouTube account for him to go We don't there. need a YouTube huh? account. Rubber we got a fandom or... page and a Twitter yeah, page. Yeah, what if we put rubber dicks all over the table? No. Come on. Like it softened my blow, but my ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The pantsless powerbomb. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's coming up. Episode 100. It'll be recorded. Um, apparently, Guru is going through a table. Fuck it. Who cares? And we'll be better than superhuman. Because I won't be shirtless and I won't say fuck this shit. I'll just say fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for the pod. Yeah, we're going to steal that from. McAfee is for the brand we're doing for the pod. And just like that that raccoon and nut job for the park. I have kids. Sorry. I watch a lot of kid movies. I had to watch Peter Pan tonight. Boy, I think it's it, you know. Are we rambling? We're rambling. Yeah, we're rambling. Are the wagons circling finally? Yeah. Yeah, we're circling. Time to go. Now that we've announced I'm going through a table, that's going to be it for the Hump Day Hangover. As always, you can hit us up on the email, humpdayhangover6572 at gmail.com. Hit us over on Twitter, at HumpPod. And on Facebook, at Hump Day Hangover Fandom. So depressed. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Live from the living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world, the Hump Pod, with the one Malito, the Mr. Lumpy Agaford, the Big D, and the Guru. If you ain't down with that, we got five words for you. That dog don't hunt here. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good God. No joke this week, just good night. (laughs) Do what? I said no joke this week, I'm just tired. Good night. Why would I look up an advent calendar? What is with you and advent calendars? <laughs> I just I picture you like trying to do everyday tasks that are small because you're so big and it's just it's comical to me. So like if you were to like play like operation, I'm that good. Would be I'm good at operation.
Fit version? There's only one version. True. I like a fruit shit joke of the week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>